Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, and this is episode 127. 127. Uh, we got Chris Hayes in the, in the house. Yeah, I'm here because I just did a lot of shows, and you drive on this one because I don't need to right Sure now. thing. Uh, we also got friend of the program and occasional co-host, uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan Klein. Hello. You were How's on one? Three of them? Yeah, I was yeah. on three of them at SEMA. As a host. Oh, not even counting the ones you've done here. Yeah. So... He picks I, I, up for my shit when I'm slacking. <laughs> yeah, Jason. I'm taking over for Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jason and uh, Jason and Jonathan were uh, both uh, picking up the slack where uh, you left off, uh, sitting at home with your wife and child. You I was bastard. road tripping a Camaro, you motherfucker. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were having more fun. You were having not the way whole week, fun. but um, uh, yeah. So I was road tripping a Camaro. I mean, shit, we can dive right into that if you want. And then Absolutely. We Why the fuck not? Um, that's actually what I want to hear about. Okay, well, well I'm here I to serve you. We both <laughs> got things we would like to hear about. We both got into it while it was stationary, Camaro. and it yeah. was. And as I was saying, when we were just doing it on TSD, so they had 16s at SEMA. Yeah, yep. yeah, they were. Uh, SEMA. Well, no, they thought they'd bring out the 2010s. You know, for nostalgia. yeah, good idea, good yeah. idea. Yeah, uh, 09 prototypes. I rock. You know, I think we went and looked at, it, and I walked up to it. And I'm like, that's significantly smaller looking. It in person to me, just because I don't have. So I, I'll start this off by saying. I've never loved the modern Camaro. Um, you can't see shit out of it. I think its design is typically too bulky. Uh, the Challenger stays true to being a muscle car. The Mustang has moved on and become a sports car. The Camaro is, especially now, a sports car as well. Yeah. Um, and the new design, I like. I can see why people don't like certain aspects of it. But in person, it still felt you know similar size. Driving, though, I get now... We never got onto anything too curvy. It's mostly highway. We yeah, you were from. driving from Florida to New Orleans. It's not exactly <laughs> yeah. the paragon of intriguing driving. No. Uh, we started in, in Orlando, and um, I'll start in Orlando for you, too, because there was probably seven cars there, I'd say, maybe. Um, and to make it fair, they had us pick keys out of a hat so that you, you couldn't just say I want the V8 SS manual because they had some V6s there, V6 automatics. Now, did they have any of the four cylinders? No, they did not. Okay. That's a future event. Um, now, <laughs> so and I'd actually be interested in that one. Yes, because those can make really good power with a flash. But on a road trip like this, I still want yeah. um, V8. the V8. In most situations, well, I want it's the it's a Camaro launch. There it shouldn't be, be the V6s. V8. They should have right. all been V8s. Well... The, there's such a range of journalists attending that I can understand why. I think you're using journalists very loosely. Totally. I don't even like. I don't even use the word for myself normally, um, except sometimes when it's easier to explain what you do to somebody. Yeah. I don't make pictures about cars and talk on a talkie talk podcast. Um, so, I pulled the key out of the hat, <laughs> and I see V6 Auto One LT. Basically, the worst key I could pull out of the whole fucking. You pulled the Hertz hat. key. I pulled the Hertz key. Exactly. Is there there is is there a trim below one LT? Uh, is there like zero, a base and then a one LT? I think it's zero LT and it's actually a rusted out third gen F body. Yeah, and then there's like a donkey cart and then there's one LT. Yeah. So the fat guy. I, I got his, that. Back looping <laughs> himself. Fat guy off. with a fat. Right. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, my name's Stephen Camaro. Um, so. <laughs> I, I was staring at the key in disbelief as others were like, oh, cool, I got the V8. Oh, sweet, I got the... I was like, I couldn't believe it was happening. Your eyes probably I, were popping out of your head I, at that I'm, point, just like ready to kill someone. I'm probably, I probably have the most enthusiast-oriented 
publication on our specific wave. I'm yeah. there with friend, our friend Sam Nalvin, aka Drift Idiot, who's there to help shoot and drive with me. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also, you know, enthusiast minded. And I, I look at him like I pull, I pulled, the, I can't believe I did it. I pulled the V6 key. Like we were joking about this happening. We were joking about it because mm-hmm. there's no We've way been talking about pulling the what, like right. the V6 <laughs> for right. a while. I was fully ready to go to the ATM. And and say out loud in front of everybody, I will literally give you fifty dollars cash right now if you swap cars with me. People are like thinking I'm joking, like or like no, I'm not going to switch. And I'm I'm sitting there seeing some of these cars leave the parking lot as Sam and I are waiting to load our luggage into the car in disbelief. Like I can't believe this is going to happen right now. Um, or just going up to Chevy and said, "Okay, I will be leaving now. <laughs> when when's my flight? Can we move that up to nowish?" Um, so thankfully. They the PR people could see our sad, sad puppy dog eyes. Like we look like like beaten down. You guys are there men. with like automotive industry shirts on, and like they look at you and they go, "Yeah, those guys. This is all they." I have. think I had a Hoonigan shirt on. Like yeah. I can't Hoonigan in a fucking V six. I can't Hooniverse in a V six. Um, they see us, so they there's a uh, one of the engineers is there. The guy who's like right below Al Oppenheimer on the program, and Al's like the guy for. Camaro. So there's Big Al, and this is like Little Al. Al no, this is a different guy. Um, They're all very... Al was at SEMA. Um, yeah. They can see us making these faces. There's an extra car there. It's the one this guy was driving. It's yellow, which I don't give a shit. Uh, it's it's a kind V8. of unofficially the color of Oh, yeah, that Pussy car. Magnet Yellow. It's a V8 SS manual. And they see us, and they're like, well, the car's dirty, but if we let us gas it up, you can take it. And it's like... The, the skies parted, even though we're in Florida, the skies are already clear. The rainbows came out, trumpets from heaven. It was, we, you could see smiles instantly return to our yes. face. We're like, all right, this road trip is going down. Let's do this. So, started off on a potential wrong foot, and then it was immediately righted, and I think I drifted the next corner out of the parking lot because, mm-hmm. you know, all was good with the world. Um, and then we had to put hundreds and hundreds, almost, you know, a couple hundred miles shy of a thousand miles. We had to do that. Yeah. We didn't have to do it in a day. But you did. But we did it in a day so that we could get to New Orleans and then go out and experience the nightlife. Um, Which is – the only thing that sucks is those are such boring roads. It's all. It was all highway. Yeah. All, except we detoured off the road to get some general, like, not highway driving shots. We took a off the – I can't remember the highway number. We got off it to detour down through Panama City Beach to then mm-hmm. to get back on the highway and into New Orleans. Yeah, the South. There is no engaging driving. No, anywhere. it's flat. It's, um, it's Kansas. Yeah, with so, swamps. But we had fun. Um, you know, I, the thing we're doing, we're not doing just one video. We're turning this into a uh, a multiple, a how to of videos. Um, so it's you know 2016 Camaro road trip, and it's how to do this, how to do that. So for example, your friend Jeff Perez was there. Yes, his dad's a cop. I didn't. I didn't know. know I didn't know that either. So in his wallet, he has one of those little badgy things. Uh, so he can be like, "So hey, can I see your license registration?" The fraternal brotherhood thing. Show him yeah, that. Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. So we did a a quick video with Jeff before they left. How to get out of jail? And we like, <laughs> "Hey, can I see your wallet real quick?" I heard you. That. And we I run away with the wallet. So mm-hmm. ha ha ha, funny stuff. Um, I will I will spoil this because it's funny and it'll still be funny on video. So we get to New Orleans. We go out for the evening. Um, we stayed at a great hotel. We fucking, you know, partied, and then we woke up at, like, 9, which is – because I, I usually wake up at 7. So 9 was 
Sleep it in. It helped. Um, And we go out. We find a coffee shop. We shoot some more video. We didn't do uh, Cafe Du Monde because it was too crowded. If you know New Orleans, you know their coffee's amazing. Beignets. I wish I'd remembered to tell you. They're fucking beignets. There's some fantastic restaurants. I mean, it's awesome. We found this other one off the beaten path. Coffee was great. They had Bodine sausages, which are if you're in the south, you got to have them. Um, Very, you know, Creole. uh, It was awesome. So then we go out and we shoot the rest of our car stuff. By us getting there a day early, we had so much more time to shoot like beauty shots and and sam Mm -hmm. brought his ronin m so we could do stabilizer shots and we had tons of gear uh slider shots tripod shots we actually found lots of lots of shit i didn't i barely had to bring anything um uh, we found one of those outside the city they build the mardi gras floats shops Mm -hmm. just in this industrial section and they i went in and asked because i didn't want bubba coming out with a shotgun like get the fuck out oh is that the canoe camaro uh (laughs) as he'd say before he pumps a few rounds at me uh we they let us shoot there with some of the like the old derelict floats in the background so the location was cool the last shot we needed to get that we hadn't done yet which we should have done the day before uh we hadn't done a burnout and we hadn't done donuts and if you're doing camaro ss as Jonathan, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Kleining, uh, you have to get those shots. Yeah, you I mean, if I can't have a website called Hooniverse and not fucking break the tires loose, you yeah. have a V8 with the, a manual. The only difference that. is exactly you returned it with tires. He would not. Well, I didn't Klein it. Yeah, he's accepted that he's. A I, I have yeah. accepted that. So we're, we're searching and searching for these these little towns just outside New Orleans, right near the airport, because we have to be at the airport Hilton by. Two, I think, um, to make our shuttle to our flight, and we're out of there for the day. So we've <clears throat> we got all the beauty shots. We did this. Time's catching up. Time's catching up. Find industrial areas, but then the roads are either like dirt or gravel, which I don't want to do the burnout. Yeah, that's, one, they don't count on that shit. And two, you could chew up body work, and yeah. it doesn't get – it's not pretty. I could hit his camera. Lots of things can go wrong. Or you could pull a Farrah and get hit in the nuts. You could do that, which was a great scene. Um, <laughs> so I'm driving, driving, driving. I get to the end of this road. It goes – crests a hill, comes down, and then just in the distance I see long, straight – emptiness and it like dips below sea level a little bit because it's new orleans and you can't see anything else around you this road's fucking perfect we pull over we stop in the middle section of the road where there's it looks like a giant bus stop and it's actually like an rc airplane strip uh where they fly their rc planes Mm -hmm. so it was a little parking lot there he jumps out sets up cameras we have like 30 minutes to get to the the hotel I do one burnout one way, which kind of sucked. I come back. I do one burnout the other way, which was much better. We wait for two cars that showed up to pass. We go back out. We do our donuts. We stand in the middle of me trying to do the donuts around him. I wasn't as good at it as I used. Remember when we did them in the Miata? Didn't go as smoothly. Um, I didn't hit Sam, but... Almost hit Sam. When I show my Miata video, which is coming up soon, those ones are perfect. Um, And that was even over two different services, but much... A lot less power. Pavement. A lot less power. A lot less twitchy throttle. Um, <laughs> it was harder to do it in the Camaro, I will say that. But we got it. So we get out of there. We're driving, driving. We, we're, we've now got off that road. We've taken a, tuple, tup, a couple turns off that road. And all of a sudden, I notice there's a truck like speeding to catch up to me, a, a brand new Silverado in white. And I'm looking at it like, what the? why is this guy coming at me so hard? And through the tinted front glass, I can barely see a red and blue flashing. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get pulled over. Um, the guy comes up, and if you watch Sons of Anarchy, he looked like Unser from Sons of Anarchy. It's the cop from the show, if you guys don't watch it. Um, he asked dude. for my, he asked for my, yeah, the old dude. Yeah. He asked for my driver's license, but he doesn't ask for registration and insurance, which I take as a good sign. 
He asked about the car, Michigan uh, manufacturer plates. Then he asked me, were you guys just on the spillway? And I reply, what's a spillway? Which, technically not lying. Well... I'd, I'd seen, I knew where we were. Um, <laughs> but we don't have spillways in California. We don't even have waterways. Um, so he goes back. He's not back at the truck long. He comes back up. He says he smells something burning. I explain, oh, it's a prototype. Uh, you know, it could be something. That I don't mention that it's definitely clutching tires. Uh, he tells me it's a badass car. But if I don't want to go to jail, I should probably slow it down. In the nicest way, in the you know southern way, it's a, you know it's a sweet ride you got here, man. But uh, if you don't want to go to jail, maybe slow it down a little bit. I yes, got a sir. couple of those when I had a Camaro. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, if we were in an Audi, we, first of all, we wouldn't have done burnouts and donuts. But if we were in like a, a Lexus RCF or you know, anything besides a Camaro. Probably would have been. I would have definitely been getting a ticket or arrested. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he let us go. We made it to the airport shuttle like just on time, packed our gear up, and fucking peaced out of New Orleans. Great trip. (laughs) All the video, tons of video, because we did time lapses for most of the trip. So just that alone, I mean, I know you cut it way down, but it's just a lot of footage. Sam is mailing me a drive. I'm going to piece it together, and then Sam's going to do all the the final work because he's much better at editing than I am. And uh, we got some funny jokes in there. I think everybody's going to love it. And but to the car, since it's now on the Alpha platform, it's so much better. Yeah, I, you know, I don't mind the old one just because I like the way Holden's are because they're very drifty. Uh, but yeah, the Alpha platform's much newer and it's stiffer and it's lighter, lighter. Uh, it, I drove the SS and I drove the Z28. The Z28 is by far the best Camaro. Is the Z28? It's not Alpha though, right? Z28 uh-huh. is still Zeta. Yeah, it's still Zeta. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't feel like a Camaro. It feels like a fucking track car. It's a race car. Yeah, Yeah, it's a race car. But the the amazing thing to me, though, is that when you look at the actual numbers on the new SS, they're they're very, very close close to the Z28. Yeah, it just probably has a little bit less grip and less braking. Motor Trend tested it, and same 0 to 60, same quarter mile, and it's only four-tenths of a second off of its figure eight, which comes down to tires. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it beats the shit out of the Mustang, right? Oh, yeah. The, the GT? Like, yeah. significantly. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, Ford's uh, going to have to do a revision real quick. Ford's going to have to revise the GT350. <laughs> I mean, that's how close it's going to be. I still, I, and I know the other car's faster, but based on looks, I take the Mustang. <laughs> I, I think the Mustang's a better looking car. Actually, oh, I would take a Challenger just because I like, I like it. I like that the Challenger is still a muscle car. I'm not going to take it to the track. I would get something else for the track. I just cruise and and, and enjoy PCH and Huntington Beach and make loud noises and ruin tires. Well, we just did. I I just published the story uh, today for the, or well, whenever you guys are listening to this. Tomorrow. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Which is, yeah, whatever. I was Uh, confused. uh, Next tomorrow or yesterday. November 11th. There you go. Um, we took the Charger Scapac to El Mirage yes. to see how fast it would go. To 150 see. something? Way no. faster? Yeah. Really? Uh, so the, the theoretical top speed of the Charger Scapac is 175. Oh, uh, my, my goal was to try to get it as close as possible to that theoretical top sure. speed. 173. Nice. So on a close course. Well, El Mirage, you can say. No, 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 no. This is a different close course. Oh, okay. Sorry. So on a close course near Las Vegas. 
AKA not closed. He's just saying it. Yeah, it's it's a legend. <laughs> it's a close a course. Legend. Close I, course. I, I'm just I'm gonna stick to that. That's my story. You look in the distance. Uh, this is close. <laughs> so Jason Connor and <laughs> I determined there. that a Mount Tune Fiesta and a Mount Tune Focus, both heavily tuned, are dead even until 112 miles per hour. And he's just got mo- more engine left. Uh, he's just got a bigger turbo. Yeah. And that's that's what that comes down to. Um, you know, this was a very Even. yeah. This was a very long closed course, and we managed to cover ninety miles of this closed course in about thirty something minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, so you guys took the longer way to Vegas. Well, I mean, we had to way. go to the racetrack and then get and then get back to Vegas. <laughs> it's the world's longest track. People don't realize. You Is know? that that one road that's like just straight forever? Uh, Jason's been on this road, and he's gone. It's not quite straight. It, it's straight, 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 and then very not straight. Oh, really? Uh, very abruptly. Oh, so you got to know. But that's racetracks for you. Huh? <laughs> oh, so you're at Le Mans. Mm. Uh, got it. Mm-hmm. The chicane, the end. Um, yeah. Jason's been on that road in an Audi. Yeah. He told you about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll let Jason tell that. Uh, let me put it this way. the Considering the power differential between the two cars... The suspension, all that suspension work, makes all the difference in the world. It's his car with the wind was getting knocked all over the place. Really, Fiesta didn't move an inch. That's crazy because with his longer wheelbase, you'd think he'd be nah, better off. The Fiesta was solid, and he his car was it, the wind was hitting. I mean, his car's a little bigger, but at the same time, no suspension work yet. Interesting. Um, and then when it got to the twisty section. He had to really work to to keep that car going. Really? So, you know, and Jason's not a bad driver, no, and he's in a faster car. That just goes to tell you how big of a difference that'll make. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. But um, I still have never been on that road. i got to drive that road. Good. If you it's go to SEMA course, next year. Okay. You know. no, yeah, it's a close. i got to s- schedule track time at that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's something that's Here's good the great thing. going fast. Track right? time, it, I mean, that track is open almost 24 hours a day. So yeah, you could uh, just get something st- stupidly ludicrous. Yeah, I'd like to think of what that be like. You know what would be good for that? An S sixty three sedan. <laughs> and you know who you, you know do? What actually would be really good with that? Uh, the C sixty three sedan. So yeah, uh, I, I, so we had it, it, can, uh, and it can go fast. I may as well <laughs> just say this now is. So this week is going to be just normal Hooniverse schedule. Starting next week, we're going to be doing two episodes a week for a while. Yes, because I think I recorded. Well, 14 or 15 podcasts while at SEMA. Uh, and a lot of them are quite good. Uh, and these are all special episodes. These are all special episodes from SEMA running from 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're not even really getting short. I thought you'd do like 30-minute hits. No, no. We were doing one. There was good. only one that was like a, a half-hour hit. Yeah. Uh, um, just... Well, you can. I mean, you can tell who you interviewed. That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, I'm excited. To be honest, I. I mean, we had Bodie on. We had uh, Weistech. 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 They. They. They would like us to play with their Mercedes. Okay. Yes. On that road, maybe. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. That is a half mile. Dining. Uh, oh God! Their their new AMG GTS. Uh, holy shit! Yeah, we shit can't fast. talk about the power numbers because they accidentally let them slip. But I'll tell you what they are, and they're insane. Second number, yeah. Okay, he's giving he's hand okay in a C sixty oh AMG GT. Yeah. Wow. Anything with the four liter turbo, it's nuts. Upgraded turbos, upgraded intercooler, uh, a little bit of suspension work. So you could do that 
No, never mind. I'm thinking of a different engine. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. When you said four liter turbo, I thought so, Audi for a second. Let's see. Uh, we, we had uh, Classic Recreations on. Yep. That was a great episode. I missed that. Which um, yeah, Jay, it was such a good episode. Jason's Jason going to like, drive his car soon or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, he, yeah. he invited uh, me out. in December and yeah. I drove one of his cars a couple years ago, and I felt bad because I never got around to turning it into the big story. I did a much a small story on it, and it was cool. Uh, I yeah. liked everything about it except the wheels, Just and that's a, a, a simple See. choice. Right. And they were HREs, but they were like chrome HREs. Yeah. Ah. But the, it, this was a Mustang, and it looked good, and, and they're fully licensed to do Shelby stuff. So this yeah. was yeah. like a GT3. He was, he was the guy that was building the Eleanors. Yeah. So let's see. Who else we had? We had, uh, we had Ken. We had Hotchkiss on. We had Ken from Mountain. John with, Hotchkiss. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we that had, dude is super interesting. Yeah. Listen to that podcast if you're going to listen to at least um, one. We had Ken one. from Mountain on alongside uh, Jim Pierce from Pierce Were Racing. Were you and uh, Jason stroking him under the table and thanking him for all his good work? Well, there was a, there was a wall. Otherwise, we would have been. Uh, uh, it was we had a nifty setup there. Ma- I got hookers for that. I gotta give right under the you table. know Magnaflow another nod here. In oh yeah, absolutely. Magnaflow major and and Con Media. Not that that means a lot to everybody outside the automotive world, but you know they helped us set this whole thing up. We were inside the Magnaflow booth. There, what Which I call is not their, a small booth. No, no, it's huge. And they have kind of their celebrity reprieve in there for yeah. all their for all their sponsored drivers and friends are there so that they can get in and get away from the crowd for a Which little I while. I owe a keg to uh, Richard from Magnaflow. Yeah. Thank you, Richard, it, if it you're was, listening to this. It was all fully catered. <laughs> I really do. Uh, if you can go and next And you year, guys are recording in the celebrity reprieve area? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. Mario Everybody Andretti, was like, what the fuck's Richard going on Petty, here? What? Just right. hanging out as you guys are recording. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, no. Dude, I, I would have showed him pictures of my lemons car. <laughs> <laughs> I got no, I got, I got Mario Andretti to write. Um, if all everything seems under control, you're not going fast enough. His quote from like years ago. So I got him to s- write it all out in like cursive and then sign it. And you're it's going to tattoo be, it. Yeah, I'm getting it as a tattoo. So yeah, that's going to. Don't be, let me forget to give that to you on the way out. Yeah, um, but thank you, Richard, once again. You know, it was it was SEMA madness, and once again, thanks to everybody. And we also did a really good episode with uh, Tim Barisha from BDI Autosport. Cool. Um, that's a that's a solid solid. That was the very first one going in, so I wasn't exhausted yet. Uh, yeah, I got I got I could you just do podcasts the whole time, the entire time Jesus I was there. Christ, you, yeah. You, I, if you I went days out, like, real quick, three, and then that was oh. it. I if I wasn't podcasting, I was out meeting with people and cutting deals. That's what I did at SEMA. Parts, uh, which I was trying to do too. Yeah, it was. Uh, so there's stuff coming. There's going to be broke. Uh, there's going to be a new Corvette project with my vet coming out of it. Cool. So uh, and we've talked about that a little yep. bit in the past, but um, some big we vendors. See if Mountain wants to do anything to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them cool. to get a 2.3 liter in there. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd probably do that, uh, even though I, I I like that it has a V8, but. So speaking of Mountain and kind of getting into the Focus RS there, the Ooh. rear suspension design photos have now come out. In my opinion, it looks fucking slapped together. Really? It, it and I don't tell Perez that he put a deposit on there. Um, <laughs> Matt is getting one too. Yeah, and I and I talked to a couple of people that do chassis engineering, and they're like, "Yeah, this is what, a what little looks, sketchy." What looks? I mean, you look at it, and it's just clearly they took a front-wheel drive car, and then they grafted an IRS on it. I mean, Ooh. it is 
there's stuff on there. That, I mean, and I could be wrong, but I mean, when I when I my thoughts were confirmed by two chassis engineers, it makes me a little worried. That rear end looks like it's going to move around a lot. It doesn't look like it's really solidly placed in the well, car. Interesting. Didn't they do that on purpose so that it could move around, like drift and stuff? Well, yeah, but you don't want your differential and all the stuff that's supposed to be real stiff. You mean the tail end sliding. He means actual fucking components moving. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't seem good. No. it. I, I could be... Like so when you slack. get your hands on it and you climb it, you're going to break it. Probably. <laughs> that is the, that is a concerning thing. And when I had two chassis engineers go, yeah, that looks a little iffy, makes me scared about the Focus RS. Interesting. Because uh, uh, Jason posted a quick video of them just... You know, giving passengers rides yeah. and sliding, and it looked like it drifts really easily, which it does, is awesome. It has the tiniest drive shaft I've ever seen. It's like maybe it's not, it's, it's how you use it, Chris. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know, it's not it's not the girthy one. Let me put it that way. Uh, it's only about an inch and a half around the drive shaft. It's fucking tiny. It's enough. You just it's, <laughs> mo- it's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> um, you just do funny. it. Uh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. We'll see how it is. Um, the aftermarket's going to have some opportunity. I'll put it that way. Well, we, have, uh, we know and two then, people that are getting them. So uh, had a good long chat with Bodie Stroud. Uh, and now, yeah, now there's someone I'm not joking about who I'd like to do stuff to my truck. Oh yeah, well, I'll, we'll have. Bodie I don't back. think I can afford Bodie Stroud. No, no but um, him. Stroud. He'll, he'll, put a he'll six, lend you some a knowledge. The illuminator into so your truck, and that'll be like amazing. Do you have any coyotes you like? Kind of broke, but could be fixed that you could give me <laughs> with a supercharger. So I'm they're kind of getting it. They're getting into more of a manufacturer mode, where they're gonna they're starting to crank out Mustang bolt-in Mustang chassis for early '60s Mustangs. So going, you just remind me of a couple other cars at SEMA. So mm-hmm. I, I'm stepping away from that. You got to walk around SEMA a bit, right? Yeah. If you didn't, yeah, we what we walked around a little stood bit. out. Um, oh, like we said on good the, and bad. Okay, the, we said this on the Smoking Tire podcast, but um, it's worth reiterating. Everything was wide body. There's rocket Liberty Bunny, walk. It's, it's Liberty everything walk was wide body. RWB. I don't mind a wide body. They're all bolt on wide bodies. Every Which I'm fine with because one. no, no, no. I'm cool with that because yeah. it kind of looks like race car. Race car, good. Uh, but they're everything is just stanced and wide bodied, and you're just like, well, that doesn't work at that point. Um, there was a really cool Di Tommaso uh, Can-Am car from the 60s. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, side uh, fuel tank, so complete death trap. Yeah. But it looked amazing. Uh, the classic recreations. CR1 Camaro, Camaro yes, was that nuts. So dope. Because the, the one of the cars I'm most interested in is uh, the Ring Brothers Espionage Mustang. Yeah, okay, and, so, and that's what I wanted to talk about next. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, saw I just it, saw it on Jay Leno today. That's I saw it being built. Um, so I, I got to go up to the Ring Brothers shop in Green, Wisconsin, Spring Green, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah. I'm jealous. Uh, it was so cool because they were just – there was no paint on it yet, and it's oh, a full yeah. carbon So you saw it everything. naked. Yeah. And so, it's just sitting there with that Whipple supercharged LS7. Well, we should, you're like, oh. we should say what it is. I mean, they took an original Mustang, made molds from it, and the entire unibody is – carbon and the then widened thing. it they but they didn't widen the greenhouse they just widened the doors and the fenders yeah. so it's actually hard to tell because it's not like the puffed it out does, fenders. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it just, it doesn't look like, like it like if you look at it in profile it doesn't look changed but if you look it's at like it, a c4 zr1 versus a regular c4 yeah it's wider but you don't and it looks yeah, off you but you're not tell. sure and they why painted the carbon fibers yeah. you can't see that unless you like start yeah. lift, lifting panels well, you, you lift up the hood and it's actually green carbon fiber and you're like ooh, that looks really cool <laughs> 
You just see the weave coming it's a, through it. They've, I gotta say, for the last few years, they've been making um, the best. They cars are amongst seeing. the top builders, there. and because yeah. they're, they're not, the coolest people too. Yeah, we've had them on the podcast. Oh, they're fucking yeah. awesome. Did you get to see their RV when you were out there? Uh, no, it was. They were still building it. <sighs> Uh, they have because they were if you don't know they were switching to the the new motor with oh, like nine hundred horsepower. Yeah, yeah. horsepower. They have a nine hundred horsepower party RV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, done up Jim and Mike with a trailer too. Jim and Mike are awesome. Uh, hopefully, if they're back out here again soon, we can get them back on because they are fucking great. Yeah, we'll have to the talk to the economy guys. I think yeah. they're probably going to be head down now, just finishing up customer projects because now they've done the SEMA thing. Now it's time to actually get back to work and yeah. make some money. Yeah. Well, they uh, had uh, in their shop. They usually have like six Mustangs or well, the, stuff that they're they're working on, and all the cars that they do for SEMA are customer cars. The cool thing too about what they did with this Mustang, they're going to sell those body panels to Mustang owners. Like they like they, that's what they're saying on Leno because he's like, well, could I buy these hood and these yeah. fenders? They go, yeah, then they bolt right on. Thirty seven thousand like, dollars wider, yeah. but yours will bolt in. How much? Thirty seven thousand. Yep. For the whole body. For body. Okay. That's, that's not bad. But if you say you had a Mustang what? and you just wanted the fenders, that's not. I don't know if they're doing just. No, they are. are. They, they are. Said they are. Yeah. It? Okay. Yes. But I mean, thirty seven for. A carbon body? That's not bad. That's not bad. No, I mean, it isn't. I mean, it, is, it isn't. It isn't. It really isn't. I mean, if you yeah, bought if you bought a, a regular steel body and then took it to a body guy, had the whole thing stripped, had everything worked on it, and then repainted it, you're probably looking at twenty grand worth of work right there, plus the price, you know, well, including the price of the Leno car. Leno said something funny because he asked, like, what the body weighs. The body panels weigh... Uh, they said if you take them all off and put them on a scale, they weigh about 180 pounds, whereas the steel one would be around 700 pounds. Mm-hmm. So you're saving a lot of weight. And then, But then Jay was asking about, well, you know, did you think about not painting it? And they're like, well, how much weight does the paint add? They go, that's a really good question because they said that has about seven coats of clear on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're back to where we started, <laughs> which, was, yeah. which was fine. That's a little piece of truth. That's why the old uh, Mercedes race cars were They mentioned painted. that in Leno. Did you watch Leno? No, I didn't. That's because Jay brings up that exact point I didn't, no, to I didn't cut weight to – yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that's funny. That's why Mercedes were silver. Well, that's what Fisker did with because they used to be the white. Thunderbolt or the Firebolt or whatever the fuck that, that the Aston. No, no, no. The the Mustang where they they shaved off some oh. of the clear coat to show off the carbon on the hood, and they're like, well, it saved seven ounces. Well, that was like uh, you <laughs> know when you we were talking- also stuffed the the seats full of foam, and yeah. that's not really. I think it was Jason Engel we were talking to you know once again the classic recreations, and he was like, yeah, a lot of this car is carbon, but. I don't want to show it off. It's carbon, but we can paint it because it's going to look good with paint. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, did you did you get to see uh, Corey Hosford's? Um, oh yeah, yeah, the boss. I didn't uh, like the um, I didn't like the front the view from the front with the big uh, intercooler sticking out. Every other angle I loved. Yeah. Tell me about it. I didn't see it. In, no, we see passed Corey. it. It was blue and orange. Did we? Yeah. Well, it's a you boss. Were, you were kind of like this at the. Uh, well, Dude, by uh, day know, three, I had your like eyes no were pa- glazed over. I had no patience for it's anything. a rocket bunny kit yeah. for two forties. Yeah, but it's modeled after like a Boss Mustang or something like right, that. Right, right, right. And are we it talking? Looks, are we talking two forty SX or two forty Z? I don't know what they started. Two forty SX. Okay, it's like S thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think mean, it was right next. Because drift car or something. You like know. That. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, well, it's, I mean, it's, good. it's I mean, No, no, no. So. But that's what I'm saying. It was like, like golf colors, so yeah. it looked really good. I can't remember who said it, but you know, once you get in and drive a two, by the way, you're not allowed to say because race car on this podcast. Yeah. I'm making that an official, and oh, nobody has. Never. I think you were about to, but nobody has. You said because did. drift car. No, you said you said something different. Race car good. Yes. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Where was I going? Oh, I can't remember who said it, but you don't realize how right the 240 is for, for drift until you get it and drive it, and then everything just feels right. It's like, oh, the rear end's loose, and you can pl- get plenty of grip in the front end. I still haven't either. It's... You get in and you go. You you immediately understand why everybody uses them for drift cars. Zach, you've driven a two forty, right? Drift car. No. Quizzical. Oh, I thought you have. I drove the eighty eighty six. Oh, Hachiroku. Yeah. Zach just said he drove an A eighty six. How was that? In the rain in New Zealand, he said it's the greatest thing he's ever done. Okay, I believe that. Mm. Um, yeah, there are certain cars that. that like. There's a reason they get used over and over for things. It's well, because they're what, very good at them. Right. The FRS is kind of becoming that that new like S14. I, I would. Oh, and and speaking of FRS, yeah. BRZ, um, <laughs> on the podcast right now are the the only two auto journalists I think who take that over Miata. I'd take it. Yeah, I'd take, I'd take the BRZ over. I could. I like the BRZ just because they're a little bit nicer inside. Okay. Um, I would take a BRZ over a Miata. Fuck yeah. If you, if I, you, I posted that on Twitter the other day to Travis Okolsky, who's a Miata evangelist. <laughs> um, <laughs> Travis, you could suck it because the, <laughs> the FRS is better than. So the Miata. my MX5 video good, will, will come out. Ugh. FRS is better. Maybe in a month because uh, I'm way behind. Miata is nicer. There's no doubt about that. Miata is nicer. Yeah. Yes. The Miata is nicer. And, and it yes, looks it nicer. way cooler. The fucking new styling. The Kodo, yeah. the, everything looks great on it. Oh, but yeah. the, the body roll, I can't get past the body roll. I can't either. So and I did stop by the Edelbrock booth and poke around a little bit because it was right next door to Magnaflow. They had a Eaton-based blower bolt-on for the FRS BRZ. Yeah, I looked into that right um, before I sold mine. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like six That's not grand. what Crawford runs on there, is No, it? they run turbos. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Crawford and then runs turbos, and then the, there's a couple other small, like, other manufacturers that run superchargers. The, uh, the thing that I really like, though, is they were showing off their new cross-ram intake for the LS3, and it will fit under a vet hood. It's two 90 millimeter throttle bodies, like a uh, like an R8 intake almost, um, for the LS3, and it's a big power bomb. Interesting. I interesting, want one. Interesting. Cool. Very interesting. Uh, now I'm going to take a break for a moment on on the SEMA stuff because um, I posted some questions on Facebook. We don't have a lot tonight. Yeah. Not that we get a ton, but tonight we just have three, so this should be should be easy for you guys. You can answer. Oh, those. and one last thing I want to hit on is I apologize to the people that didn't get a chance to say hi because I saw people waving. I'm like, sorry, we're on a schedule and everything. <laughs> I did go out and meet a couple people, but yeah. Oh, well. Uh, you'll Get see him next time. Um, all right. First question from Mac Murphy. How's the Hoon truck? Uh, it's good. It's getting tons of work done, and I actually miss it. I can't wait to start driving it again because uh, it's going to have brakes, new drive shaft. The radiator is going to be securely in. The electrical <laughs> issue is I. fixed. I.e. not zip-tied. Uh, yeah. The electrical issue is going to be fixed. Um, the, there's hopefully going to be a roll pan in the back, and I think that's it for now. And then from there, we're going to drive it over to Clarion and start and they're going to put the audio I, You know, stuff I had in. a discussion with Rick about the roll pan. I think there is a misunderstanding about how much work will go into that roll pan to get He's it having somebody else look at it. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's having a guy giving me an estimate. Of, okay, good. Like, because he's like, yeah, this is going to be a lot more work than originally anticipated. You don't just weld it in? No, it's going to be more than that. Fuck, I'm already spending enough on that truck. Um, okay, so the ne- next question, because Mac Murphy, good, there's three people, they have multiple questions. So the next question is, why'd you pick the Ford Fusion? And this is in reference to the fact that my wife has her new company car. Uh. Thank fucking God, the Prius is gone. <laughs> the Prius, hallelujah, hallelujah, the Prius is gone. No, is this a brand, brand new car? Yeah. 
Nice. Ford Fusion. Like, we get to go online and pick if we want these options. Like, she can pay more for her company car. Well, we don't pay anything for it, but we can elect to pay stuff on top of nothing to get some extra so options. if you wanted some, Which we didn't. Yeah. Because we didn't need them. Because it's not your car, so why would you? Yeah. Right. And they, Well, because yeah. at the end you can buy it, and they give you a really good price to buy it. Like, oh, they, we okay. could have bought her Prius for, for I think... Th- between thirteen and fourteen thousand, and based on I looked on market, and they were yeah. going for eighteen. And I thought about it for a second, like we should buy it and then flip, flip this it. thing. Um, but I don't, I don't just go get out of here. Fuck you. I hate you. You know die. what though? It's that's, driving. I, I probably would have bid on that deal. I mean, because that's yes, you hate the Prius. No, no, but it's still a good it. car. Just to flip it. You know? it's a good. It's 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 an appropriate car for its designed function. I, mm-hmm. I will never It is the toaster of automobiles. It drives people to places it's, and back. It's so horrible to drive. I get to I autocross. fucking hate it. Well, that's different. Good. I would you're going it's going to suck. Even then it's going to suck. The tires suck. There's no steering feel. The gearbox sucks. The brakes suck. Uh, I hate that car so if much. The seats are uncomfortable. Yeah. So our, our two Sorry, choices, because uh, somebody asked how to compare to your other Don't choices. Don't take my room away. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, and they asked, is it hybrid or energy? It's just a hybrid. Uh, I wish it was an energy so we could use the carpooling. But it's, um, you can't use one with the hybrid? No, no. By yourself with the energy, you can get the sticker. Because it's a plug-in hybrid. Yeah, but you can't get with one with... a regular with... hybrid? No. Yeah. Not really? anymore. You can't do that in the Prius anymore. Oh. Yeah, all that shit's done. It has huh. to be at least a plug-in now huh. to do that stuff. Huh. Um, so we picked up. It was either the Ford Fusion Hybrid or the Chevy Malibu. To me, it was a no-brainer. The Ford Fusion is more interesting than the Malibu. The Malibu does nothing for me. I haven't driven the Malibu. The last, I mean, I've driven a couple of the Chevys today. Like, I drove the Impala. The Impala was really nice. It's, the Impala does, is nice. It just, how does it stack every up time you, that? The, the Impala is nice, yeah. but every time, every minute I was sitting in that seat, I thought it was sacrilege that I was driving a front-wheel drive car called an Impala. The, yeah. the styling was good. The insides were fine. It was comfortable. It should not be a front wheel drive. That car has now been front wheel drive longer than it was the rear wheel drive ones were in service. Yeah, but what made it famous? What has it been that, longer than? What, what has it really been longer than it was? Famous. Because there was gaps. Yeah. Be, because they ran it for however many years with right. the first generation. Right. Then a big gap. And then like the like, ninety. Then they had the ninety sixes. Right. And, but those were rear wheel drive. Yes. So you're talking like a grand total of maybe like eight years that that car was rear-wheel drive. That's it? Yeah. Whatever. Those no. are the better years. No. Yeah. It's, Impala started in like the 50s, I thought. But anyway, it's been front-wheel drive for a long, long time. Well, it sucks when it's front-wheel drive, But even though the new Impala is good. Uh, but the Malibu versus the Fusion, to me, it's Dude. a no-brainer. Fusion. Um, we don't have sync, which is probably okay. Uh, yeah, because I, uh, I hate sync. She doesn't need nav because she can run it through her phone. She uses Waze anyway because she owns a phone. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, it looks way better than the Prius. There's way more room inside. The seats are way more comfortable. Um, I'm just, I'm just so happy. That's not. A <laughs> I haven't even anymore. driven it yet, but I walk out. I'm like, it's so much, it's so much better. Um, it's we got it in gray, so um, and not like regular gray, like a little darker Gun gray. Metal. Yeah, we could pick our colors and everything, which is cool. Um, you know what? All I'm hearing on this front is. I got a company car, and I was bitching about a free car before. I hated my free car. I like my newer free car. Not mine, hers. Um, but, uh, adios. We get free cars weekly. Prius. Yeah, but this one, say I have like a gap where I don't have a, a press That's car. That's true. And the truck's in the shop. I'll drive her car, and I don't have to fucking hate it anymore. That's I literally, 
I am the type of guy, whenever I'm going somewhere, I want to drive. Not because of like a chauvinistic version of this. I just prefer to drive. I want to be the one. Even if I was driving with you guys, I would much rather be the one driving. Yeah. I think most of us would, would, yeah, feel, that would feel that way. Um, you know what? So long as the person behind the wheel. Well, I can take it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Chris is the only one. Now, though, I, I won't be like... If we're walking out, she'll be like, do you want me to drive or you want to drive? With the Prius, I'll be like, uh, you, you just drive. I'm going to just stare at my phone. Uh, now, I'll be like, no, no, I'll drive. I'll take the Ford. Yeah. You know what's funny, too? This is just another Ford that Hooniverse has. Well, Hooniverse doesn't have it, but you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. we still won't get press cars from Ford. For, as you a company, Hooniverse has so many Fords. Everybody that I talked to in SEPA was like, yeah, it'd be really nice if we ever got a chance to drive those fucking things. Yep. Everybody on it's the West Coast. It's not just universe. It's the no, West it's, Coast. No, yeah. Everybody, unless you're unless you're Motor Trend, basically, or mommy bloggers. It's it's buff books or fucking social media mommy bloggers. Everybody or is like smoking. What tire. the fuck is going on with Ford PR? It's and it's it's crazy. I can't. I I don't even. I haven't asked for a Ford press card in so long. Every now and then I get an invite to these events where it's like, oh, come up to our one location and we have a bunch of cars. You could drive them and and, yeah. and like to most. And people I'm like, not going to oh, call them out. Good. No, I can't shoot a video with a car for 15 fucking minutes. I need yeah. the reason we get the car for a week is to suss it out and then spend our time shooting it and experience it. If I drove a car, that's why first drive videos. There's there's a lot less information to be be presented there because it's our first drive with the car and i've been driving it for an hour mm-hmm. when i get a car for a week that's when i can do the full deal here's what i know and what i think if any if on the very off chance that anybody from ford corporate is listening to this <laughs> know that whoever you guys ha- have running and i'm not going to call them out on on you know on air the gentleman that you have running the press fleet you know and everything here on the west coast all the journalists actively fucking hate this guy. <laughs> and I, I can even, say that because I don't rely on any yeah. of this for my income. Well, we don't cover... I don't cover... I don't cover Ford. But you could. I could. And we might I'd if they get a Mustang. Yeah. I'd love to drive the... You know, compare a stock Focus versus Jason's Focus mm-hmm. ST. I, I have a 65 Ford truck, which I know they don't care about. Uh, except Mike Levine would care about it. We have a brand new Ford Fusion Hybrid, which I could give my thoughts on. Jason right. has a Mountain Focus. Our other guy, Rob Emsley, has a Ford 500, which is kind of funny. Uh, we I have a, we have a Ford Falcon and a Ford Ranchero going to Lemons. We have There's so many Fords. And I should elaborate. I worked with Ford Racing on some of the Fiesta stuff. Yeah. We actually have good communications right. with parts of Ford. Parts of Ford. But if I went to any other yeah. state, like if I flew into Chicago's. Texas, like, hey, can I get a, a truck? Yes. They're like, would you like to? Right. Yeah, it's it's a West Coast Chicago. Thing. All I did so, was so, ask for a truck, and then they sent me a King Ranch. Perfect. Like, yeah. yeah. Here. So I'm like, okay, not to not to. I was, wasn't planning to bag on Ford uh, because we're. Doing you know, it, it needs to be said because it's gotten to a point where it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I think the height of that was the GT350 launch. So the I actually got invited to that to by, the, by Shelby, not by Ford, and I didn't get flown in. The regular journalists got flown in. I I can't no, just no, drive no. Up to Laguna. Only like three journalists got flown in. Oh, it was. Motor Trend and and like Yahoo and that was it, because they were running around. Because Yahoo is where you go for automotive news. Yeah, but they're covered. I mean, they're. they're I know Yahoo is huge. Their distribution. Oh, it was Yahoo, Jalopnik, and um, Motor Trend. Like were the only three that actually got flown in, so that they could drive the car more than three laps. Yeah. They actually got to drive it on the street. Oh, Whenever. you only got the track. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, because Rob took it for like hours, I think. Yeah. Jason um, put his video up like the yesterday or the day before or something like that. Um, Three laps and yeah. learning Laguna and learning trying Laguna. to figure out the car. Yeah. Um, all right, back. To, sorry, back to the question. Yeah. How was SEMA? I didn't go. Chris was busy. 
Jonathan. Yeah, I almost didn't. Good. Like, by the way, I was there. I almost like didn't go to SEMA. Did you mm. ride along in a GT three fifty or an RS? Focus. Uh, what? No, That's I didn't. No, I, I didn't get to. So no one here rode along, so we can't answer that. Sorry, Matt. Well, I've driven the GT three fifty. So right, you have. So go to Bold Ride to see his impressions of the GT three fifty. It's good. It, <laughs> the noise is awesome, right? The noise is awesome. Uh, shifting a Mustang at 8,000 RPM is always fun. I'm going to break it. I'm going to break it. Yeah, well, well, you can shift other Mustangs at 8,000 RPM. It's just not recommended. Right. All right. Here's a question from Jessup Miller. Watching Chasing Classic Cars and Wayne found a Stutz Bearcat and was very excited, which made me think. I make a lot of parts for obsolete classic cars, 1920, 30 years, 30s, 1920s, 30s, Olds, Nash, Plymouth, etc. My customers on these types of cars are 50-plus years old. What do you think will happen to the value of the stock, restored, pre-war cars in 30 years? They're going to plummet. He says, I bet hot rods will still be around, but will anyone our age care to spend money on buying restoring these cars? Nope. Restoring? No. Hot rodding? Yes. They'll take those cars. They'll They're, just do different resto mods or something good, cool like I mean, that. It's a good question. They'll go to museums, but personally, do you do either of you guys give a shit about those cars? I know I know I don't. Eh, I mean somewhat. I, it'd be it'd be low personally on what I'd like if I if say I say I won the hundred and eighty million dollar Mega Millions. There's like ten other cars I'd buy first, then maybe be like, let's get a pre war car. Fuck it. You know, but it'd be like Way down. That'd be like after you had a hundred other cars. Ariel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, sorry, Jessup. Um, maybe start well, I mean, moving if, into 40s, 50s. and I mean, it's, even it's, Those are taking a dive right now because you have the baby boomer, boomer generation that are dying off that aren't going to be buying those you know what, muscle though? cars anymore. And they're just tanking. Those uh, 40s, 50s trucks, though, on the way up. Not that I have one, but I have a 60-something truck. And the 40s and booyah. 50s trucks are always cool. Yeah, but they're, right now they're, they're like $100,000 cars. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Dan Mosqueda asks, what's the status of your Patreon? I love these questions. I really do because I know mm-hmm. you guys are eager to spend money on us, and I appreciate that so much. We are actually moving in a different direction, which we will reveal soon, and we will allow you to give us your money. Yes, there is a very large announcement that I will be making on that front. Um, so hang in. Uh, the goal is to have this done by January 1st. We're not doing a Patreon. We're doing a Patron. We're just going to get drunk on tequila. I like this idea. Um, you can come on now my new podcast, <laughs> Beers and Gears. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are the questions, guys. Thanks for asking. So, Dan, stand by, and everybody else who wants to do the Patreon, and I've gotten a couple questions, and I, trust me, every time anybody asks me, hey, what's up with your Patreon, those questions make me very happy because it knows that you yeah. people care about us and you want to support us, and we appreciate that, and we do want to give you an outlet to do that. So we will just stand by. Yeah, we have literally never made a dime doing the Hoonover Spot. Oh, God, no. Uh, no, no. That was I was going to say Dollar Shave Club, but that was technically for YouTube. I just blended it into this. So, yep. no, we don't. We don't make shit. I lose money because I have to drive an hour each You way. lose money. You're not paying <laughs> the hosting bills. Yes, uh, that's true. We're going to start a new case. one called Engine Shout. Um, so, well, yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking so, over. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, Chris, we have... 14 to 15 SEMA episodes coming yeah. starting this Thursday or next week? Uh, I think Tuesday of next week. Tuesday of next so week. like, what, the 16th I don't or know. something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's right before the LA Auto Show. Yes, the 16th, so, I think. Tuesdays and Thursdays will be the special SEMA episodes, and if we can do a Wednesday episode, we'll do one. I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll put our regular episode out on, on Thursdays. Tuesdays will be SEMA episode. And then we'll throw a regular, our regular Hooniverse, regular. What weekly. if we did Monday, Wednesday? Uh, Monday's a bad day to release stuff okay. on the internet. Saturday, but Sunday. anyway, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hash this out later. We don't yeah, need to bore I'm them with yeah. uh, release schedules. Uh, let's get into the politics of podcasting. Uh, okay, so, Jonathan, um, thank you for joining us. Tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, at Jonathan underscore Klein, Twitter, Instagram. Go to Bold Ride, read our stuff. Uh, and I talk about stuff. There you go. I can be found, as usual, on Twitter at Hayes Data. Thankfully, Jeff ran the show this time. Uh, I'm just glad I didn't have to run it this time. That's not that I mind, but I, I had enough. I had enough. Uh, so, uh, and as usual, if you want to do a podcast, come over to Shout Engine. Go to Shout Engine. Uh, if you could understand what that was, as Jeff uh, scrapes his spittle off it's the like microphone. A- it's like an ASMR YouTube video now. Hello. Are you listening closely, my dearies? <laughs> I need a, I need that 3D DO binaural microphone. Uh, yes, you need a Panasonic 3DO. That's yes. what you need. Uh, all right. So uh, I think that's everything for me. Uh, Jeff. Follow me on Twitter, at JGlucker. Go to Instagram if you want to see beer, cars, and very rarely baby pics. And I said that because Zach is listening and he would unfollow me. Uh, I'm at Hooniverse Jeff on um Instagram. Um, I broke 5,000 Twitter followers. That's kind of cool. cool. Yay. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> so uh, also go to YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel. Go to our Facebook page and like us. Just type in Hooniverse. You'll find us. And uh, go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Uh, we love you all. It's been an amazing 127 episodes. I don't know why I'm en- making it sound like it's ending. It's not. I just no. decided to say that. And we'll see you uh, next week with a bunch of SEMA shit. Peace out. Yep.